All right, guys, it's about that time again here on a Monday morning. This is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network and inside the Rebels. Hope you guys had a great weekend. You should have. If you didn't have a good weekend, that's on you. Don't know what else to tell you guys. If you did not have a good weekend, that's on you because you had a, and of course, I'm talking about Ole Miss Vandal here. You could have got a crappy weekend, you know, in life. I don't know. I hope you didn't. I, I hope you had a good one. But in terms of your uh, your fandom, Ole Miss had a good weekend. We'll dive into that here in just a minute. Uh, but we are now, oh my gosh, it is the 22nd of August. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, I this is a big week for me because high school football officially is underway completely. Uh, MHSAA, MAIS, all of them. So this weekend, starting fr- Friday night, and some Thursday nights too, there'll be a couple. This is the, the first full week of high school football across the state. Um, and you guys will see a ton of that stuff on social media all week. And it's not quite college football. And I know some of you, your college football fans first or your, your NFL fans first, some of you. I'm assuming you're listening to this. Most of you, you're, you're college fans first. I'm a high school fan first. And then I go to college and then I go to the NFL. But this is a good week. It's also a national, it's Tooth Fairy Day. There you go. Be an angel day, whatever that is. Don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Not going to go any further. There's a couple others here I'm even scared to say. But so there's nothing to celebrate there. You can celebrate this though. You know, I had a a very good day yesterday and maybe differently than as far as the reasoning, maybe different than um, than some of you would think exactly why that is. Of course, Aiden Williams, four-star wide receiver out at, at Ridgeland High School, pulls the trigger and, and commits to Ole Miss yesterday. And, you know, some of this is going to be recap on him, you know, of what I've been hearing and, and not just what I've been hearing, what I've been seeing with that kid since he was in the 10th grade. So if, if some of this, you know, reiterates or goes back over stuff we've already done, that's fine, but I'll try to be comprehensive here as far as what my day was yesterday. So anyway, we've been talking about Aiden since I could go back. I've told you before, uh, since December, I'd gotten a call. I thought he might commit during the Christmas break enough so that I had to text him and, Hey, you're just making sure you're not doing one of these Christmas day things because I do want to enjoy my Christmas day. I don't think that's asking too much, you know, open a few presents and he wasn't, you know, he's saying, yeah, not committing right now. And then I thought, or, or was hearing maybe early January. And anyway, it just, you know, he kept getting, I say pushed back. He might not have really ever been close to pulling a trigger. Uh, I think he was probably a few times. He's seriously thinking about it and he just kept, you know, pushing it back a little bit. So we get to now this part, I always felt like, even though um, it drug out a little bit, that he would like to get it done before his high school season started. Look, let me tell you why. I know in recruiting, I know we build these guys up to be celebrities, and I see this every year. And you know, they're almost treated like college football players already. And fans are bad about this. Not that it's a bad thing, but just don't know better. You know, they don't necessarily always have a a great grasp of what, you know, life is like for an 18-year-old kid and what's important to him, what's going on in his head. And some of that is 
I do think how coverage, you know, can be on occasion in, in terms of what they're thinking or you're trying to dig into a kid's mind and, you know, people and fans take everything that that's put out there as gospel when maybe that's not always the case. Um, but he wants to enjoy his senior year. He's a big deal recruit, but this is also the last time he's going to play high school football. And uh, regardless of your profile or where you're heading afterwards, you know, I stress to these kids that whenever I do have a chance to talk to a man, get in a place where you can enjoy it because you can't get it back. So I did feel like he would pull the trigger before the season started. So I show up yesterday. It's at Ridgeland High School. Originally, it was going to be at um, it, maybe the auditorium or something like that. But it ends up being in the library. You know, a, a very good crowd of people, a lot of teammates, all the coaches, and, of course, his family. And he has a big family. And uh, that was that was cool for me because I got to meet uh, a few people that I've talked to a lot through messaging, but I haven't met. Like, I haven't met his dad, Lorenzo, yet. Just a, a good-hearted dude. You know, I've mentioned this. He's, um, you know, local um, law enforcement here in the Jackson area. And just a, a good dude. You know, he's a lot of fun. Uh, I see him on Facebook cutting up all the time. So it was it was great to put a face, you know, with a voice. And uh, and some of my, my other friends were there too. And, and I'm close with a couple of, of coaches at, at Ridgeland. Teddy Dice, the head coach I've known a long time. And their offensive coordinator, Caleb Schufelt. Uh, I've, I've watched him play here in this area as a high school quarterback. Very, very good one. And he and Teddy won a state championship at McGee, and then now they're at Richland, and they have a good team. They have a chance to win it this year. They're they're one of the teams in 5A to watch. Um, I I knew he was going to pull the trigger for Ole Miss, but look, and I say I know it. You know, if I tell you guys down the front end, I don't like speaking in absolutes in recruiting uh, because you guys know how that goes. Anything can happen. You know, something could have happened some from last Friday till you know Sunday. You just never know, especially right now especially right now, um, but, but showed up and, and knew that the, that the Ole Miss would be the choice. There's a couple of things here. You know, he did the LSU, th- he did the, the fake hat thing where he had his family all up there with him, and he, and he did it live, of course, through 247, pulls the, the LSU cap first, and, you know, looks at family and then decides to put it back down, puts the Ole Miss hat on it. Of course, they had all their Ole Miss gear on under, under, the, under their jackets. Had his younger brother, uh, Germany, up there with him. Germany Hayden, who will be a big deal recruit in a couple years. Just a freshman at Northwest Rankin, which ironically, not ironically, but it's kind of coolly. That's not a word, but uh, I'm not going back on it. Uh, They play each other week one. Northwest Rankin is at Richland, so that could be fun. Hayden's already playing as a ninth grader. But, uh, you know, they, they have the Ole Miss shirts on, and it's live over 247. It's a great day. Got a ton of photos. And I'm happy for Aiden because seems happy about the decision, seems relieved a little bit just talking to him and, you know, some family, you know, just kind of hanging around before and after. I got there a little early and talked to coaches. And he gets it done before the high school season so that he can focus on football. Uh, Because by and large, you know, I've seen this a lot, you know, kids that they become big deals in the recruiting world. And I'm talking to him and his younger brother, and uh, Germany and 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 his family before everything got started. You know, I can't tell you how many times I see a kid as a freshman, like Germany is now, see that kid at that age, and, you know, he's just seems like really cool guy, cool kid, head on straight. And by the time they get to where Aiden is, almost a completely different person. 
you know, if it's, it happens too often, we kind of build these monsters with all this, uh, the, with all the coverage and all the interest. And, um, anyway, that, that hadn't happened with Aiden, just a solid kid, huge pickup for Ole Miss, because I do think that kid's talent. And I don't think he's where he's going to be yet. Like right now he plays wide receiver and corner, you know, for Richland high school, doesn't get much of a break. Um, he's going to be really good for Ole Miss. You know, the sky's the limit for that kid. But there's there's a few reasons I think he chose it. I think he did want to stay close to home. I think he wanted to stay near family. And he, he did mention this. You know, I think it was kind of a cherry on top that he gets to stay in state and play for an in-state school. You know, not that he couldn't have left, could have. But, uh, but I do think all those things mattered to him. And, you know, Ole Miss, to their credit, did a, did a great job recruiting him. Look, Derek Nix did an awesome job recruiting him, has recruited him a long, long time, has a very good relationship with him. And not to just completely blow up these coaches and build them up because, you know, I see what that turns into on boards sometimes. Fans kind of go crazy about this coach is terrible, that coach is terrible, or this media guy's covering for a friend. You know, I know Derek, but I can't tell you he's a, he's a very close friend. Just, you know, he's, a, he's somebody I know. Uh, but I'm not calling him all the time either. He did a, a great job recruiting that kid and is very good at what he does. So he does need to get some credit here. And I think Kelvin Bolden, you know, coming into Ole Miss and taking the role he's in now, um, he's also big in, the, in this. And he's done a great job since he's been there. Now, I think that's the top two guys committed now in Aiden and Sunterine Perkins already. Uh, I'm not going to do the, the typical recruiting thing and tell you that absolutely. Look, I think they are, but they're in that conversation. There's other kids that are out there in Mississippi. And honestly, there's kids that I'm high on that coaches haven't evaluated as high. Uh, but you get two kids that you could absolutely crow about and say, hey, these, this could be the two top players in Mississippi. I think Jamarius Brown is up there right with them. Um, but these two guys, to me, there's probably a little separation between these two and the rest. If you're not going to recruit the state hard, then you have to cherry pick it. And I do know that Ole Miss has made that a priority. Yes, they're they're getting outside of Mississippi more and more, and they're doing less here. But whenever some kids come along that they have to hi- have that are priorities, you know they are going to be treated as such as must signs. And you have to be competitive in this world that we're living in, the way the way college football is being done right now, the way it's being recruited with NIL and all of that. And they're able to get it done. Um, it, there's another reason that's important. Because let's say there's other kids, and I can tell you this will happen. You go ahead and book it. They've evaluated some other kids lower. The only other kid in state not committed to Ole Miss that I know they're recruiting hard, like going after. Priority number one type. That's Dante Dowdell at you. And then there's others that they're staying in touch with and they're watching this year, but they want to see more. Uh, Dante, they would take in a heartbeat and they're going to recruit him until the very last day. But it's important for this reason. There will be a kid they evaluated a little bit lower as not a firm offer kind of kid, but during the season, he's going to have a great year and coaches will look around and say, hey, we missed that one. You know, he's either much better now or we missed early on him. We got to get back in on that kid late. It helps having some of these kids at the very top of the food chain and recruiting that can kind of help maybe sway somebody late. I think that's a factor here you should also consider. 
a couple other things here in terms of the recruiting. And we'll watch and see how that pans out, whether it's your Isaac Smiths or your Caleb Bryants, who I, I know they still haven't offered him, or your – I'm trying to think of another name I've heard. I know they had thrown Tobias Hinton's name around, you know, some earlier as a as somebody that they're watching, linebacker out of Hattiesburg. But there will be a player or two, uh, I would almost guarantee, between now and signing day in Mississippi that they try to come back on. And whether they can or not, uh, we'll see. But it certainly helps to have some of these other guys already in the fold. Now, as far as other recruiting and what's going on, of course, the Caden Lee thing, you're still waiting on. A wide receiver there, I do think that'll be Ole Miss. You have six four-star guys on a high school level already committed. That's as many four-star guys as they had last year. So already right there. Yes, the ranking is in the 50s, but if you do per uh, per player ranking right now on our side at 247 Sports, the average rating for the, the 10 commitments is well into the four-star range. I think it's over a 90. It's number 15 or number 16 in the country. So the quality is very good. And they're being picky on the high school kids, so you don't have the quantity some of these other places have, which move them up the rankings. But in terms of quality, average per player, you know, they're right there around 15 nationally. So they're in a, a great place in terms of recruiting and where they're headed. And then, you know, between now and signing day, maybe five more. And really that number depends on the interest level. If they find the right ones, five, six, seven, I mean, who knows? It could be higher. But if they don't find them, it could be lower. And then you hit the portal and you do what you you did last year, hopefully, and you round out your class and, you know, you're you're sitting on a second year in a row with, you know, two classes that you can build on going forward. And I'm trying to think there was, seems like there was something else that was on the tip of my tongue that I wanted to get to here in terms of the recruiting for you guys, but it, it'll hit me later. I'll bring it up tomorrow. Um, just some last minute team notes here. You know, some of this have already gone over. The younger guys that I think are going to play some this year you know, Quinshawn Judkins, we talked about, is going to get some snaps, just what I'm hearing from practice on him. You know, Davis and Nick Benoson, of course. Look, he's not talked about much. I've brought him up here, probably not as much as I should. Xavier Harris is going to have a role on this team. And that was brought to my attention again this weekend. So I'd be very surprised if he doesn't have a big role. Very excited for that kid. Because, again, that's top-notch type person with Xavier. Kind of soft-spoken, but he's going to have a have a role. Can he be a, can he be a difference maker kind of player? I don't know if you can do that as a freshman, maybe, or is he just in a position to give you quality snaps when you need them? I don't know, but I know it was mentioned some this weekend, and I'm happy for him. And look, in the same vein, with Xavier being what I'd call um, a really good locker room presence, look, Aiden is that. You ask around Richland. And you talk to people there, he's that. He's good to bring in the locker room. Sunterine Perkins is that kind, good to bring in the locker room. I think they hit that with Jamarius Brown at Moss Point. Uh, some of the early freshmen coming in this year have heard similar things about. You can't have enough of that. Of course, you're going to bring in some talent sometimes with some question marks. That's college football. That's the way this works. But you got to have enough in the locker room to offset that, to make it all work in the big picture. And I do think they've done a good job evaluating those kind of things here to make the roster work. 
but that was a great pickup. Happy for uh, for Ole Miss, but more more importantly for me, I was very happy for for Aiden Williams and his family. Because wherever these guys go, you just you hope they do well. Hope they find a spot that's good for them and it works out. But always appreciate you guys. Hey, enjoy your Monday. Get some work done. You know, football right around the corner. This is Chris Brooks on the Rebels 247 podcast and the 247 Sports Network with Inside the Rebels. Y'all have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow.